Knights HQ, brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training. Highly skilled labour hire and real world training for engineers, trades and construction. Hello and welcome to another edition of Knights HQ podcast, brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training. Highly skilled labour hire and real world training for engineering, trades and construction. The last episode was huge. Hayden Knowles, great insight into the Newcastle Knights. We're going to double down on that and have a real feature and focus on NRLW, which we launched last week and into this week. Some of the stars, Bobby Law, a big local signing that was announced last week. Our head coach, Casey Bromelo, will be in. And one of the Newcastle Knights and Newcastle's favourite sons is the GM of our football club, and he'll give us a great insight into how the Newcastle Knights are travelling. Danny Baderis joins us. I think he must be organising reunions. He's got all sorts of former teammates dropping in around Knights training. This week, it was a dual premiership superstar, one of the best blokes you've ever met. We'll hear more about that. We'll hear how the boys are training. We'll get an insight into NRLW and so much more. Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Let's let it rip. The all-new 2022 Knights home and away jerseys are on sale now. Head to shop.newcastleknights.com.au to secure yours now. Welcome back, Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Well, I'm excited about today. There's so much we could cover. We're going to have to concentrate a little bit because there is a real menu of items to choose from. But our guests today are a big part of the way forward for the Newcastle Knights. It's been an exciting time building towards the NRLW launch for the Newcastle Knights. This week we've rolled out some of the stars that'll play in the colours. We've also rolled out the coach. He joins us. And one of the stars who I'm really excited to get get to know a little bit more, Bobby Law. They both join us. Now let me give you a little bit of background here. Casey Bromelow is the coach. Uh, he, Like me, he's a proud Queenslander. He's uh, come through a really tough administration school of the Queensland Rugby League in the Gold Coast area. Uh, he's been the elite pathways manager for the Newcastle Knights for a long time. Been a wonderful coach, had great success with the Tasha Gale Cup. He was the obvious choice to come in and be the NRLW coach after Blake Green took a wonderful opportunity to go forward with our NRL team. And our special guest today, an Indigenous All-Star, Prime Minister's eleven, Prime Minister's 13, I should say, representative, and returns to Newcastle after a couple of years with the Sydney Roosters, which is p- totally appropriate and exciting. I'm going to start with Bobby Law. Welcome to Knights HQ. Hello. Thanks for having me. What an exciting week you've had. You've been all over the place. You've been to Sydney. You've been around. It's been awesome. Yeah, just um, starting to promote um, the Knights team. And yeah, it's pretty crazy. She's wearing good hands. I tell you what, if we can get more promotion like you've got for us, we'll just make this thing sing. It'll be no problem at all. Are you having fun? Yeah, it's fun. You know, never really had an opportunity to do all the media stuff. So to help launch the the NRLW team is awesome. It's been great. You've done a wonderful job. And our coach, Casey Bromelow, joins us. Congratulations on the appointment, mate. Thank you, Frankie. It's exciting times for you too. It really is, mate. Uh, to be honest, I'm, I'm sick of all the heckle that I'm getting at the moment with my face all over the papers. Uh, it's not something I'm used to when I'm a bit over it, but uh, mate, I'm, I'm enjoying the ride. Uh, you got to get used to that, mate. It's, well, there's no one better to tell you about the dish of that and trying to get out of the limelight. He, de- he needs no introduction. He's a Hall of Famer. He's one of our great mates and a friend of the podcast, I will say, and the GM of our football club, Danny Baderis, joins us. G'day, Beds. Hey, Frank. How are you? How do you give that advice to Casey? How do you stay out of the limelight? Well, he, he popped his head in my office the other day and spoke about how he's trending. I went, trending? What, what, what are you talking about trending? He goes, oh, I just can't believe it. My mum's rang me and everything. So uh, everyone in the Bromelow family is really proud of him and and, and so are we. we. We know what sort of um, 
you know, it's a, a huge occasion for everyone at the club to have our um, first coach. Uh, we had Blake Green, but we didn't play in that competition, which is, which will be this year. But uh, Casey gets an opportunity to, to really be a pioneer of, of the club, so it's exciting, gets a little bit of history, so really excited for Casey. It is a quite unique. It's almost back to the days of captain coaching, almost, Casey. And Betsy, you've had to do this. You've had to bounce between administration and coaching. Is there some advice straight away you could give to Casey to keep that balance? Yeah, I, I guess the, the thing that, uh, Casey will have an understanding of is just being himself and I guess that's that's what comes across when you're um, in all sorts of parts of our game and our organisation is just being yourself and uh, I think Casey's you know with what I've seen in Tasha Gale I've only seen him coach a little bit in that with Tasha Gale and you know, he's got a, an understanding and connection with the with his um, players there and also I think that the connection with his staff when that's what I've noticed around the, the uh, offices at Newcastle there it's um, he's got a connection and just being himself I'm, I'm sure is key. Beds, before I go, I can't go for any further and say, look, we have done this podcast in all sorts of locations. We've done it in separate rooms at Twin Waters. We've done it in, you know, I used to done it in a cow paddock. Look at this. We've done this for you. We set it up for Hayden Knowles, actually, but what do you think? So this must be uh, going well, the podcast? It's going fantastic. Uh, that- <laughs> oh, We've got big, actually, this week's well, tough because... Hey. If anyone, uh, if you've got walls that are very colourful, your podcast must be going well. So uh, we've got, we got a new room over at our new Centre of Excellence. Is that right? Oh, this is only a baby compared to okay. what we're building over there. <laughs> Stepping stone. Stepping th- stone. Th- thanks to Maxwell Recruitment and Training, we're just flying. Actually, it's a nice segue because I'm going to say to you, well done on putting together an amazing squad. It's rolled out this week. We've had some of the uh, New Zealand girls come out and also our local talent. Are you using Maxwell Recruitment and Training? Because your recruitment's been outstanding. Are you happy? <laughs> well, I, I can't take all the credit. Yeah, the, Blake Green did a fair fair job bringing this squad together. Uh, you know, a lot of the local girls, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd like to say I had a, a fair say in uh, pointing Green in the right direction, but um, I can't take any credit for the New Zealand girls, unfortunately. That was, that was all Blake. Well, I think we can all take some credit for having Bobby Law here, particularly yourself to get there. Let's go back to a little bit of your journey. So you're a local girl. I understand you started footy straight in, you dumped straight in at the elite level. Yeah, it was pretty crazy, actually. Um, I grew up never playing rugby league, never thought about it, just played touch my whole life. I think my dad was pretty cut when I didn't become a surfer. But anyway. (laughs) Um, But yeah, started playing in 2019, played in the country champs team for Newcastle, and then was pretty lucky to get pulled straight into the CRL Newcastle team, and we played in the Harvey Norman competition in Sydney every week, so basically the Canterbury Cup equivalent to the boys. And then, yeah, was really lucky, got pulled into the Sydney Roosters team. Um, only played one game, you know, but that was learning for me. That was my first year of footy, so I was just frothing that I was even there. <laughs> um, and then was lucky enough to get called into the Prime Minister's 13 team, and we went to Fiji, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Like, what the hell? I've only started playing footy this year, and I've already achieved so much. So I was loving it. And then lucky enough to get a second year at the Roosters. Um, unfortunately, did my knee, um, did an ACL injury, um, but – you know, that was tough. Had to tough pill to swallow, refocus myself. Um, but then, yeah, when Blake called me and I was like, come back, play for the Knights, I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Like, this is your hometown. First year, let's let's build something special. That's so cool. You, you, you mentioned the word lucky twice there. I, I can't help but think it's not luck. You obviously work hard. From what I understand, you, you, you bounce into what you do, you take it all on and you're enjoying the ride so far. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I'm just a little sponge at the moment. Just want to learn everything, you know. Never played tackle growing up, so it's a whole different concept for me. So, but yeah, no, it's a journey. 
What, what's the hardest bit for you at the moment? What? Because what, I look at so much. Your growth's enormous. You're a meteoric rise. Is there something you can pin at the moment that says, I'm going to nail that because that's the challenge at the moment? Um, my goal is to actually transition into half. Um, so just learning that skill, you know, um, gaining a kicking game, um, playing eyes up footy. So, yeah, just all that little things um, I'm really working hard on for this year. Well, Monday afternoons, we've already seen a little bit of what's been a crazy setup. And I'll jump back to you for a minute, Ben. Are you organising reunions on a Monday afternoon? Because we had another dual premiership winner in in Billy Peden. Uh, it's a pretty cool crew on a Monday. Yeah, but the Burwood's um, flowing <laughs> <laughs> Monday nights now, so we all go back there. I've got a new tenant in uh, A. John's, which is very easy at the moment. So. Wow. Um, That's dangerous, that mix, by the way. Monday yeah. night, Burwood, Andrew Johns, yes. Oh, it's the highlight of my, my week, really, Monday. So um, the NRL do a session in the afternoon and then we bring our academy and our, our NRLW or our NRL um, women teams in into our um, facility and we do the same session with those girls. So Andrew takes the halves, I do stuff with the hookers, Kurt Gidley does the outside backs, uh, Steve Simpson does the, the back rowers and, and Marco Mealy does the middles. So... It's uh, it's exciting to think where we can we can take that that Monday, and uh, I know all the players, especially the younger players, really walk off that field thinking they've, they've been better than they were yesterday. So that's the that's the key. Get some really good coaching and some some real fine, as Bobby was just talking about playing half, like Andrew's talking about the, the finer arts of playing half, and just those little subtleties that you pick up. And you know, it's a uh, it's a really good thing we got it going on Mondays, and um. You know, I'm sure all the girls and, and boys will be really, really enjoying it as well. You have to pinch yourself. I walk over there on a Monday afternoon and this week my our little guest was just the dual premiership winning, the hardest, toughest Cessnock play we've ever seen. Billy Peden just drops in. What, what, do you just flick a text and, or is it an invite-only situation? What, right. what have we got going? Yep, Billy's on next week. So, is he? Uh, yeah, okay. we're, running, we're running out of gear, so I'll... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah... The, this is one thing about our club, and 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 Bobby gets to, to experience this now. So she's a pioneer for the uh, for the the girls' game, and um, she'll be an old girl, I guess you could say. That we've got old boys, and now yeah. old boys have been amazing. Um, don't mean that in a bad way, but <laughs> <Not> <laughs> old, just old we girl. wanted to think of a new name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, yeah. As that was coming out, I was, yeah, you're not the old girl, but uh, the old boys are a, a, a big part of our club. Um, you know, and, and they just cannot help enough. And you know, that, I think we're very lucky in that sense to have. Someone like Billy, just like, like you said, just drop in and see what's going on. I was trying to think of a way to do this, right? So I'm going to go sideways here, run right off the uh, the run sheet. But I cast my mind back to those mid-90s and those exciting times. Bobby was born in 1997, Betsy, so that'll give you an idea of how much we need to take these people on the storytelling wow. journey. Yeah, I know. June 1997. <laughs> wow. Okay. So – at that time, we'd go back to the Burwood after games. Every grade, just about, we'd go back there. Now, at the Burwood, if you didn't bump into Matt Hoy, you bumped into Simon Law, your oh dad, God. or we bumped into <laughs> Lisa Anderson or Marco Calupo, whoever the whoever you want. It was quite amazing, particularly when Surf Fest was in town. We wind ourselves forward to 2021. We've got a Hoy and a Law playing for the Newcastle Knights, and they're going back to the Burwood on a Monday night. Like, oh, we just... Winding it all back so we can take it forward. Yeah, we've got a Johns as well. Oh, I forgot. So, I so forgot Jack Johns. Sorry, Jack. So, yeah. No, the Burwood, um, I, I believe it was a big part of our culture. You know, everyone talks about you know, what it is about going back to the pub, but it's about connection. And mm. I, I talk about those days, it would be two minutes left in the game and you, you'd have a little bit of a call looking around going, boys, two minutes till we go to the zoo. So <laughs> two minutes till we get to the, uh, the Burwood because we, 
you know, we're in a good frame of mind. But it was just something that we just loved, and as everyone went back there and, and connected, and I think it was a real big part of our culture. And Barry Bradley, who turned seventy two weeks ago, the, the publican at the time, really? Baz was such a champion. And as you spoke about uh, the Hoys, Laws, um, we had a great mix of people that'd go back there and have a bit of fun. Has his breath got any better? He always bad, bad breath. Uh, yeah, well, he's probably off the schooners these days, big Baz at seventy. <laughs> but no, he he was huge. He was. Uh, a big part of our, our, our team and, and, you know, I, I remember, I shouldn't be saying this, but sometimes we used to, back to go back there on Mondays or Tuesdays and um, had a team recovery back there and have a bit of, <laughs> had some food and watch the game on uh, on the TV and Baz would put that up for us and we'd do a bit of re- recovery and revision on, on the game at the Burwoods. So <laughs> don't think that's happening anymore. We, we had Hayden Knowles on last week and thank you to everybody who joined our podcast, making it the number one podcast, I do believe. So I'm not sure Hayden would – take us down that journey, but he'll take bits of that connection, I'm sure. Yeah, the game has come a long way in, yes. in, in 20 years, Frank, that's for sure. 97, it's a long time ago, Bobby. Do you remember? 97, yeah. have you watched anything? Any no, 97? I was just, you know, born. Yes, but what about, have you gone back and looked at any of our history <laughs> as, a, as a club? Um, I work with Ash Gordon, so he takes me on a journey as well. He always yes. talks footy. It's like every day we don't work, we just talk footy. Yeah, so. and he was our... Right up with number one. Was he number yeah, one num- signing? Yeah, number one signing. Yeah, number 46 player for us. So those really formative yeah. years. I caught up with Ashley myself on the weekend and I can't get enough information out of him. Back involved with the club as well. So let, let's just segue over that for a minute. What's it like to work with someone like Ashley who, who walks in so many different cultures and paths in this town? Oh, it's awesome. You know, he's taking me on a cultural journey as well as long as long as well as my footy journey, you know, some days we might finish work up a little bit early to go practice kicking because he's just really invested in me, helping me be the best footy player I am. And, you know, taking all this time off work to help promote the girls' games, he's so supportive. So wow. it's been awesome to have that work-life balance. Yeah, thanks, Flash. We appreciate <laughs> that. Can I just remind you, too, of a little uh, a little meeting there once? It's probably you three, in fact. A uh, meeting one day, we were training at McDonald Jones Stadium. I looked over in the sheds and I, over in the grandstand, I should say, and I thought, geez, I recognise that face. That's one of our young uh, NRLW stars. And was that a pivotal meeting? Because I think Ashley might have been at that. Yeah, that's right. So Bobby was probably the, the first we spoke, spoke to around um, being a part of the, the campaign. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just sort of took back to reference 97 because she gets an opportunity to to, have a, to, to pull on that jersey and, yeah. you know, that was such an amazing year for us. So as she probably sits here not knowing what's coming, but she's a pioneer of the club and that's what I'm so excited about is, is seeing, um, you know, you go back to what the club was built on you know, back in, in 88, uh, three T's, you've got to be playing tomorrow, you've got to be able to tackle and you've got uh, plenty of tomorrow. Uh, sorry, you've got to be tough. So I think that's what we've got in Bobby and um, she's uh, going to set the standards for us uh, this year in the camp competition. Coach Bromelow, let's bring you into that now because uh, connection's important. What have you set as some standards, some non-negotiables for you as a coach? Uh, for us, it's, it's it really this first year is about developing and, and making sure that we set a standard of what the club is about. Uh, you know, that... Uh, they go back to those three T's that the club were built on in '88, and and you know that uh, we're going to tackle and we're going to be tough, and and uh, there's going to be plenty of tomorrows for all of our players. Uh, yeah, that's something that we want to bring in and and really teach the culture of the club to all of the the players that we've got from externally. And and as you say, like Bobby being born in '97, probably hasn't experienced a lot of that stuff of of what our club was built on as well. Uh, so that that is something that we need to drive and and really get everyone to understand that you know um, the Newcastle NRLW team is going to be just like the boys and we're going to be tough. Uh, and, you know we're we're full of talent, so that uh, it's just educating. 
You seem to be working really hard on that connection piece. We've been pretty deliberate in not um, not not focusing on one individual at any stage, other than some stuff that we've been doing with uh, Bobby and some of the other girls to promote the game. That seems important to you to make sure that it's all about the co- the collection of them rather than the individual. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we, you know, the way the women's game uh, at the elite level is at the moment that um, it, it used to be that one player could win, you know, even the World Cup. You know, I, I look back to even at, at twenty seventeen where. Uh, you know, Nakia and um, and the local girl Caitlin Moran. You know, together they they basically stormed the World Cup and 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 won it for Australia almost individually. Uh, the game's changed and you can't do that anymore. Uh, you know, the game now is about playing together as a group and understanding footy and actually going out there and, and collectively as a group trying to win. Mm. Uh, you know, the, it's, there's too many talented players across the park now for one player to stand up and win it by themselves. Well said. It's a really good point. It must be hard to work out what you're most excited about. Is it? Uh, give, give us what really excites you about this journey that you're embarking on, and and some of the timelines that'll sit next to that. I know uh, January 10 is a big day for you. Yeah, January 10 is huge. Um, everyone's finally going to be here. It's our first training session. We, um, yeah, uh, Jess Skinner, the assistant coach, was in over the weekend, and we started planning out session one. Um, so it, it's going to be very exciting just to have everyone walk into the centre of excellence. You know, all the all the girls have got their own lockers and the name on their locker is something that they're going to be just blown away by. I, I feel um, so that the day one's probably uh, yeah. the biggest thing to look forward to, and then beyond that, uh, game one at McDonald Jones Stadium. You know, yeah. having, having the girls run out in red and blue in a red and blue stadium is is going to be nuts. We've seen this week what. Newcastle crowds will do with um, female participation sports with the Matildas playing in, in, against the, the might of the USA. Bobby, can I ask you how that might feel to think to run out at McDonald Jane Stadium? Because you can rest assured Newcastle will get behind it. Yeah, Newcastle fans are pretty crazy. They get behind everyone and anything. So hopefully, well, I know they'll turn out for us girls and just to play the first game for Newcastle wearing the red and blue in front of your hometown, like your loved ones, your friends, your family. But that's, yeah. that's unbelievable. Well, I've got chills thinking about yes. it. I'm excited already. But, Betsy, let's talk about the Centre of Excellence because this is, um, this is landmark. This is groundbreaking stuff. Casey touched on it there. The, the female change rooms will be the exact mirror of the male change room and the space allocation will be exactly the same. Yes, it's, it's looking amazing. I, I guess with the, the whole Centre of Excellence and that, I don't know, I'd love to come up with something else because that, that name, the Centre of Excellence, it's, everyone seems to have one these days. But you've got to make, sure, make it function, you've got to make it flow and you've got to fill it full of excellence that you see as a club. You know, So it's a great facility, but we've got to make it work and um, – there's going to be two teams over there, which is um, the NRL team and the NRLW team. So every the club has invested so much into the the, the women's game and uh, the, the change room of the men's is brand new, but it's an absolute replica of the same as the, the, the women's space. So uh, they're in for a, an amazing experience to come in and, and put the jersey on and, and train in that facility. Uh, it'll be open from for us um, as NRL players on the, on the 4th of, of January. So we'll be in there and uh, the NRLW girls will be in on, on the 10th. So... It'll all be set up for them. Um, they get a great opportunity to, to really prepare as good as they can for um, their round one fixture. And, you know, it's going to be really exciting for them. So it's, as I was speaking about before, they're, they're pioneers. And I, I can't wait to see um, the next brigade and the younger ones that come up and watch that round one at uh, probably 13, 14. And go, oh, no, actually, I've got a pathway to, to play on that field in a couple of, couple of years' time. So it's super exciting. There's some really key diary dates that some people need to put into their diary and have a look at it. Check out the Knights website to see both the draws. I know round two for uh, the first home game for the NRL 
is a triple header, including our uh, NRLW team on before, which is very exciting. But well before that, there's trials and there's also a, the first game for the NRLW. And yeah, I, I need to calm myself down. Yeah, little little things that, um, you know, our big media space, we have a media day and, um, and we, all the NRL players come and talk to all the media outlets and we have our team photo. We have our team photo plus staff, but this year we're going to have an, a whole club photo, which is, for me, that's landmark. That's, that's yeah. super exciting and you can see where it's going to go. Yeah, can you organise that for me? Because that's a yeah, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, yeah, no. <laughs> we, we love it. It's going to be fantastic. And we're in the Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. We thank Maxwell Recruitment and Training. You talk about excellence. These blokes are outstanding, and we appreciate them being part of our team. Providers of engineering con- and construction labour to the Hunter for over a decade. Last year alone, they supplied over 210,000 labour hours with zero lost time injuries. Betsy, you'd take zero lost time injuries after the year we've had oh, this year. let's bring that on, Frank. Let's yeah. bring that on. Yes, we love Maxwell Recruitment and Training. All right, before I let you go, now you're not going to get away that easy because I've done my research on you, Bobby. Okay. Now, I won't give up the location you live, but we've talked to some of the residents and uh, you're really excited this time of the year. Or, or is this normal that you party till these hours of the day? Are, are we having a pretty good time at the moment? Yeah, I've done my research. <laughs> <laughs> Reason I ask that is it's the, it's it's the link to what would be on your playlist. Your uh, what, what have we got on the music calendar at the moment for you? You're cruising in the car. What are we listening to? Anything pop. I pop. love it. Even throwbacks of some R and B. Oh, nice. Yeah. Any. I've got a really crazy wide range of music. A little bit of country, a little bit of pop, a little bit of R and B. That that sounds very I'm, similar to NRL. Our NRL team. It, Country tends to pop up early, and then they roll into some other stuff I can't understand, and then they and then like the inspirational stuff before the game. Right? Have you got a yes. song? Do you like that, bit? Yeah. What's before the game? Yes, I think anything inspirational. Um, I like love peaking dark, like any any sort of thing like that. Oh, Just beautiful food. That, that's yeah. a jump set. Casey, how are you going adjusting to all these different variations you need to deal with as a coach? Because let's be really honest. You've done the hard yards, you've done years of it, and it's a very different coaching philosophy with the NRLW and the female participation than it might be to the male. Uh, yeah, coaching female players in general is is very different. Mm. Um, yeah, just the the biggest eye-opener for me, this, you know, you know, being in the female space is where when you've got all the girls in the gym and the music is pumping, uh, they're very quick to just stop and, and dance. Right. For no reason. Okay. And it's like, well. I love it. What is this? The boys don't do this, yeah. so it's you, you've all constantly got to keep them on track. Saying, hey, 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 get back into your lifts. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yeah. It's post, a, post-match try celebrations, Bobby. Did you say that? Is that happening? Oh. Or? No, I don't have very good rhythm, so no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, Bobby, we'll be the judge of that. You do the dance and we'll, we'll rate you on the podcasting. If you've got any ideas for that, send them to media at newcastlenights.com.au. We're happy to dedicate a segment each podcast to... Uh, reviewing and evaluating post-try celebrations of the NRLW. As a coach, I'm sure you're welcoming that uh, that expression of freedom, yes? Yeah, let's just score some tries. Oh, yes. <laughs> now, let's just finish on that point because we'll, we'll go into that point because whilst this is fun and we're having a lot of fanfare, you were very clear at the NRL, NRLW launch last week that success and winning is going to be high on the agenda for you. Yes, of course. Uh, yeah, I'd... I'd I mean, that just goes part and parcel of coaching, I think. Uh, I'm, I don't think I've ever met a coach who doesn't want to win. No. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, it's it's obviously an ultimate goal that we want to try and win the comp. 
Um, so, yeah, we're going to do everything that we can, try and turn over every, st- every stone possible and, and do our best. And that starts on January 10 with the platform building because we're building big platforms over at the NRL, NRL at the moment. Beds, can I ask you quickly before we leave that, uh, what's exciting you over there at the moment? There's so much to be excited about. There, there is a lot going on, Frank. You've, you've spoken about it in, in the podcast here, but uh, the players have come back in, in good shape. So between eight, eight and ten weeks, the players have had off. So... You know, a lot go. The onus goes back onto the player um, because that that is a fair bit of time off. So uh, when they come back, they hit the ground running, and you know, big Clem's come back in great great shape. Uh, I'd say Phoenix Crosland can see his opportunity because with um, what's happened over in the the offseason with Mitchell going over to Catalan Dragons, it's it's really I can see it's motivated him. He's gr- he's grown up, he's matured, uh, Phoenix. So he sees a huge opportunity there. Adam Clune's come in really fit, but um, you know, it's Simi Sasagi. Um, he might have an opportunity to change a few roles in the middle of the field the way we want to play and um, so he, he might have a positional change so there's plenty going on in that space um, could talk about it all day That's you know it's great getting out and watching the players really uh, uh, perform at training because top four top sorry top eight's not um, where they want to be anymore they want to get up into the next level which is in that top four so there's a lot of work between coming seventh and getting in the top four there's a lot of work and there's um, a huge step up in intensity so that's the way they've got to train every day and uh, they're doing that to start the uh, pre-season January we'll move into the centre of excellence there's so many things to be excited about there I want to ask have you got an elevated office do you get elevated (laughs) elevated table is is that (laughs) a table that goes up and down but no I'm down in the bowels I'm down in where all the hard work's going to go Frank you're right next to the gym so you you might go up near the cafeteria out that way (laughs) absolutely as I spoke about you've got to make it function and that's what I'm excited about to see uh, the experience we've got uh, at the club now in, in the gym room and you know, uh, Hayden Knowles coming on board, that's, um, you know, it's it's a lot of experience on how to set a gym up and being at Penrith, I think that's a big advantage for us to see how that worked and what worked there and what didn't work and we can implement that at, at our new facility. Well, check out Level Up. There's going to be a really good episode on the behind the scenes of the uh, Centre of Excellence and we might dive a little bit more into NRLW as well and the excitement around the launch, so check that out uh, Level up. You can get it on the Knights website. It's the easiest way to get it. Well, we're going to let Bedsy go because he's going to go and do something with the Lord Mayor or open something no, somewhere. You know what I'm going to do, what? Frank? Tell me. I'm going to look at grass mm. at uh, the Centre of Excellence, the, the pitch. Not the smoking type, the actual <laughs> yeah. one. <laughs> this is the highlight of my day. Going to look no. at the grass at no. the Centre of Excellence. It's As much you want to talk about that building... Mm. It's the grass. That's where the magic do you run is. your fingers over it? Like, do, do, how do you? Oh, touch the grass. I'll touch the grass. <laughs> Take Kurt Mann with you because he's he's obsessed with grass. He he's got on his phone. We've talked about this on the H, uh, Knights HQ podcast before. He's got an app and he puts his sprinklers on from work and he watches the grass on a on a. It's serious. It is serious. Yeah, but in all serious note, the gra- the the pitch. If you were to look at anything that happens over in the, in uh, England, uh, you so- talk about those the soccer pitches. They've got yep. five or six different, or probably more. And the grass is different, but I don't know if I'm going to bore you with this, but no, it, it's, 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 this super, <laughs> it's super exciting yes. how that works because it can lead to injuries yes. and different things. So anyway, we've got a, a big job yeah. to do and yeah. I'll um, talk we're, about that in another We're not another sure day. if he's been looking at the grass or smoking <laughs> it. <laughs> anyway, Beds, look, we love the fact you dropped in and see us, the GMF footy. We appreciate it. Really excited to see what, what you're leading over there and we're building not only the Centre of Excellence but the hard work. And anyone who goes past Mayfield will see there's there's lots of activity and lots happening over there. It's, it's yep. bloody exciting. I appreciate it, Frank. I, I, 
I love the walls, but mm. just a little bit of air in here next time. Be nice. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the part birthing suite. We're, we're, we like to be warm in here. Danny Baderas, great to have you on Knights HQ. Casey Bromelow and Bobby Law, don't go anywhere because uh, on the other side of this break, I'm going to grill you in a fast five and much, much more. Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Knights HQ is brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training, providers of engineering and construction labour to the hunter for over a decade. Welcome back, Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Wow, talk about a game plan. That was a little unstructured, wasn't it, with our uh, GM of footy, Danny Badiris, uh, wandering down uh, memory lane, which was nice, connecting to Bobby Law, your old man in Simon. I, I think he wanted to tell us more about the Burwood. That was fun. <laughs> I know. Scary, though, isn't it? Now, listen, speaking of scary, I'm going to grill you. This is like yarn event type stuff here. I, I want to know the f- first thing that comes to you when I ask you about this f- this fast five questions, which we do every time here on the Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Bobby, I'm going to start with you. What's your favourite thing to do in Newcastle? I love walking down the Nobby's Break Wall with my partner um, and our dogs. Just, mm. yeah, it's so nice, peif- peaceful, just... I love it. I go down there nearly every day. Yep. Yeah, and I like it when it's windy and it nearly blows me into the harbour. Oh, Lucky yeah, I'm that's bit, happened. I'm a bit heavier yeah. at the moment, so I'm well grounded. What about you, Casey Bromelow? What do we uh, like to do in Newcastle? Uh, I am a horrible surfer, so I'm trying to learn. Um, mm. So I, I love actually taking my car onto the beach around Stockton, Barubi, and trying to find a break that no one else is on so I can learn <laughs> to surf. Maybe you could connect with Simon. I fought the law and the law won. He, he could help you. Get the surf school going again. Yeah, I've got to ask – Tex Hoy, Matt Hoy's son, doesn't surf. And you said earlier in the podcast, you don't surf? I give it a red hot crack. Okay. But I'm not great. Do you enjoy it though? Yeah, it's fun. Okay. Oh, I'm going to get back into it. I think Tex might be at odds with surfing. I think he's not interested in it. He bit. might be a bit unco. <laughs> There's some, we'd like to give feedback here as well. Casey, favourite movie? Super Troopers. Right. What's it about? Uh, the Highway Patrol. Right. Okay. One, one <laughs> for all if, of our listeners. If again. you haven't seen it, who's yeah, a star? Favor. Uh, no, 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 it's, it's the Broken Lizard Crew. Jeez, I've got a lot of learning. To, uh, <laughs> there's some nods with our producers yeah. in the background. That so must be pretty good. All right, let's find it. Super Troopers. Yeah. yeah. You got anything more conventional for me there, Bobby? That I might know. Law-abiding citizen. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's good. What's our favourite team outside the NRL, Bobby? I'm a little bit of a weirdo, and I like to go for the team whoever is going to win. So you just pick whoever's going to yeah, win. Yeah, right. Yeah. You sound like my six-year-old yeah. son. Yeah, he, he's knights, and then anyone else who wins. Yeah, literally, that's me as well. Okay, all right. You, you don't have any other one, any other sport? Have you got any interest in other sports? Just surfing. Yeah. But. Okay. All right. But have you got a favourite team outside? That you will because yeah. you you got lots of interest. Uh, Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Okay. Gee, there's a lot of connection to Newcastle Knights with the Green Bay Packers. That community owned and. Is there anything particular that jumps out that you love them do love that they do? Because I can see you've uh, spent uh, some time looking at them. Well, I've, I've watched them for a long time, but it's the the only reason I became a fan was uh, quite simply I um, turned on the telly one day and there was a team running around in yellow and green. I was like, oh, they're showing colours. Ah, good. I'll jump on the bandwagon. Well, you know what? I got, there's two or three things that jump out of me with the Green Bay Packers. They they one game they all walk to the game with the, with the fans, they actually walk through, and the community get together and shovel the snow from the seats because it snows pretty heavy there. Uh, I think that's pretty – can you imagine players just scooting down, you know, on the way uh, – Turton Road on the way into McDonald Jones Stadium with the kids. It's, it's I, just, I love how passionate, you know, that uh, it can be minus 10 degrees, freezing cold yeah. in Wisconsin. They're all out there in 
next to nothing cheering the team on. And a huge amount of years waiting list to become uh, to get tickets to the game. So anyway, I've digressed yet again. <laughs> Favourite drink, Bobby? What do you like to drink? Alcoholic, um, non-alcoholic, whatever you like. I like slushies. Do you? Yeah, mix Coke and raspberry. There you go. <laughs> Mate, I... I better get you to come over and hang out with my six year old. And when they're one dollar, yeah, I'm picking up. I'm picking up what you're putting down here. He's a uh, dad. They're only a dollar at yeah. KFC. We're on. Okay, mate. That's great. Do you have a favourite drink? Do you have vodka in your slush? Do you put vodka in it? No. Okay. Clean <laughs> skin. I like it. Favourite drink. Uh, I'm very boring. Uh, I actually don't like soft drink at all. Hate it. Yeah, I'm the uh, same. But, I'm with uh, you. but give me a chocolate milkshake any day. Oh, that's much better. <laughs> yeah. How are you going over there with our head of path? I'm going to throw Garth Brennan under the bus here because he's cut back. He used to have two litres of milk a day. Now he's back to about 1.25 <laughs> of chocolate milk a day. So between you two, you're going through about two litres a day. Yeah, easily. Fair dinker. Yeah, okay. loves, loves the hot box, Garth. Yeah, his diet's <laughs> disgraceful. Garth, your diet's disgraceful. There's a bit of feedback. We'll have him on shortly. <laughs> Media at newcastlenights.com.au. If you have any feedback for a head of pathways, before you even meet him, just get into Garth Brennan and we'll get him on and try him under the bus. Uh, who was your hero growing up, Bobby? Um, definitely my mum and dad. They did everything for me. They still do. I, <laughs> I'm the favourite child. I'm the oldest child, so they definitely look after me. And what number and how many in your siblings? Um, I've got two younger sisters. So three girls three and you're girls. the oldest. Yeah. Dad was very upset <laughs> with three girls, not one boy, to take up surfing. Oh, you're very fit, see. They say fit. Yes. Throw females. So, ah, oh, there you go. Well, that is that's a big responsibility. So you are. It's exciting. Your your little sisters will be loving what you're doing. I imagine. Yeah, I think so. They they don't play rugby league. They're not interested in rugby league. Charlie, she um loves surfing. Um, Good. and Andy, she's the youngest. She's really into touch footy. So. I don't think they'll play rugby league. <laughs> but you know what? If someone asked you, how old are they? Um, Charlie is 20 and Andy's just turned 19. Yeah, but if someone said to you at them, would you have definitely played rugby league? Who knows? Yeah, there you go. They are, they are girls. You never know. Just enjoy it and consume it and have fun. A hero growing up, Casey? Uh, sporting hero. I wanted nothing more than to be Ian Healy. Uh, yeah, growing oh. up in central Queensland, loved cricket. Uh, Ian Healy from Billy Wheeler. Billy Wheeler. Wow. Yeah, just wanted to be Ian Healy. Yeah, champion fella heels. He's got you know, twisty fingers. <laughs> fingers yeah. like packets of twisties, as they say. Uh, wrapping up, a health and fitness philosophy brought to you by Balance Collective. What's your health and fitness philosophy there, Bobby? Um, you know, just eat well, train hard, and just get your mind right. I've actually taken up trying to do some meditation. Yep. And I found like that's helped because just this year's schedule is going to be pretty hectic. So you've got to have your mind right. So that's no. what I've been. That's brilliant. Yeah. That's really good. That fits perfectly in line with what Hayden Knowles spoke a little bit about last week on the podcast. What about you, Case? Uh, portion control. Portion <laughs> control. Uh, yeah. I listened to a podcast with Gary Player on the weekend. He said, eat half of what you feel like you should eat in a day. Yeah, that's not me. <laughs> Mate, I, I feel like eating a lot, so I'm managing it at the moment. <laughs> hey, guys, thank you so much. The Fast Five brought to you by Balance Collective. We'll take a break on the other side of the break. It's down the back straight. We'll wrap it up. Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Now is the time to register your interest for a 2022 Knights membership. Existing members can retain their seat by heading to knightshub.com.au forward slash membership. Welcome back, Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Well, I have I have wandered off track a lot of times as a host, but today could be my uh, best day of getting off track. I've really enjoyed the podcast today. I want to thank Bobby Loy. You are doing wonderful things, and thank you for coming on Nights HQ. Have you had fun? 
Yeah, I've had fun. It's awesome. Thank you. Can you tell me about during the week, just quickly as we wind out, you went to Sydney for a pretty special day too and did a little bit more of a putting the makeup on and doing some stuff, I imagine? Yeah, I had to get dolled up. Um, yesterday we had the NRL launch of the NRLW. So, mm. you know, got in our full kit. It was awesome. Great. It's a nice kit. You uh, like the kit? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, good, hey. It's, it's, and check it out, guys, because it's now hitting our merchandise uh, shop as well, and it is flying out the door. Our merch sales have been enormous. I'm not surprised because the players have had a lot of input into the kit and also the casual gear. You get some of it on now. So yeah. you're liking it? Yeah, it's good. It's nice. The colours are nice. It, yeah, I'm loving it. But, yeah, yesterday it was fun. You know, not every day you get to go promote your team that you're going to be playing for for the season, um, getting all dolled up, taking some photos, talking yeah. to some reporters. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was awesome. Good on you, mate. We're really proud of you, and we're looking forward to seeing the journey continue. Casey, thanks so much for coming on today. There's been a, it's been a whirlwind for you because not only are you coaching, you're also doing a, a large role around the administration of not just NRLWs, W, but pathways as well. Can you just touch on the pathways part of it uh, and your excitement around what we're doing? We've got nine teams in the Knights Colours this year, plus two in the Johns and also the Daily. So there's plenty of activity in your scope at the moment definitely so yeah that's my comfort zone uh being behind the scenes and just pulling everything together so that you know, our players and coaches can go out and have success um the i guess the the part that i have enjoyed um in that side of things is that i can be the bad guy there uh-huh. uh you know when you put the coach's hat on you, you've got to be the nice guy and the good guy do you <laughs> so that's 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 been a, an interesting transition so yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, it's fun getting back to that side of things where i can just, just be the bad guy and say no nah, this is how it is this is what we're doing go and do it uh, and then coaching's a little bit. Uh, That's interesting because if I speak to I, when I speak to Adam O'Brien, he's pretty good at that bad guy. <laughs> he, he puts a hole in me nearly every day. I think so. Hey, mate, it's a really proud moment for both of you to be in our inaugural NRLW team to launch it as a local. We're seeing more of those uh, recruitments rolling out, and New Zealand girls, our Queensland girls. It's a wonderful squad. Congratulations. Go forth and conquer and enjoy it. And uh, thanks so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Frank. So excited. i just got to settle down a little bit. It's a little bit too much for me. Hey, folks, if you want to check out any of the back catalogue of Knights HQ, it's on the Newcastle Knights website. New episodes will drop first on the app, so you've got to get the app. That's the quickest way to do it. You download the app, turn on the push notifications, and you'll be notified the, the second uh, a new episodes drop. So as they drop, you'll see them on the app. Uh, also, don't forget level up we're doing a lot of really cool stuff they're getting deep in behind the scenes and as i said earlier you'll see a little bit of the new center of excellence which will spring to life in january we thank maxwell recruitment and training for bringing you this episode of the pod it's been a whole heap of fun and we hope you continue to enjoy it and we'll see you in a fortnight for knights hq the official podcast of the newcastle knights don't stop listening here listen to the entirety of knights hq season one at newcastlenights.com.au and don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen.